The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast. And welcome, I guess, those of you in Delaware and New Jersey who are now evidently betting legally for the first time. I'm sure none of you have ever bet before. But yeah, legal sports betting in those states now. Pretty unbelievable. We're presented by betonline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money Podcast. They've got the best odds and the fastest payouts this is actually, I don't know if we've ever done this before, but we're actually doing a show without Steve Fezzik, who is on vacation this week. But it actually presents an interesting opportunity for us because now that we have, you know, the new rule in the United States and states having the ability now to have legalized sports betting and everything that goes along with that, we know we're getting some new listeners. So, I thought we'd do a little gambling 101, if you will, with Dave Mason from Bet Online. Always love talking with Dave. And sometimes I feel like, you know, with Steve and he, they're, they're having a higher level conversation. But I know we're getting new gamblers. I know at least new people are intrigued. So we're going to kind of go over the basics, which I think is always good to know no matter how long you've been betting on games, and go over the numbers, how they work, etc. And by the way, speaking of numbers and how things work, hopefully most of you have already taken advantage of downloading the BetQL app. You know, whatever your Play Store is, an Apple or Android device, it is awesome. It's, It's just a free app. Or you can go to betql.co.co to download the only app you need to outsmart Vegas and the sports books. It's just awesome to get the public betting trends in real time, the line movement in real time. So you can see where the smart money is. You can track all of it with the my picks feature, all of your action. You can track right there. They've got that algorithm that provides rated value bets every day. These are the same guys that came up with RotoQL the leading daily fantasy lineup optimizer, trusted 
by 100,000 DFS players. So again, download RotoQL for free for both Apple and Android, or for our purposes, BetQL, so you guys can try to get ahead of the game. It's really a cool app. I like their alerts. Like They'll alert you 7 o'clock at night, 6 o'clock at night. Hey, there's a big trend going on here. Speaking of trends, uh, my buddy Dave Mason from Bet Online joins us for a little gambling one-on-one. So here's my logic on this one, Dave. You know, the the ruling came down from the Supreme Court, whatever it is, a couple weeks ago now at this point. I see Delaware has already started to take some sports bets. I think New Jersey will be up and running. So my theory is that we've got some new people listening to the show. And also, with Steve Fezzik being off this week, I kind of wanted to do like um, a gambling 101. And this is for new listeners and people that, you know, maybe know stuff, but not as much as they think they do. And some of these questions I'm going to ask you, Dave, I think I know the answer, but I'm not 100% sure. So I kind of want to want to go back and make sure. Does that sound all right? Yeah, let's hope I know the answer. <laughs> well, okay, so let, let's just start there. In general... Okay, how do the 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 books ultimately are going to win, you know, over time, the odds are in their favor. Why? I understand that a lot of times in casino games, right? You know, roulette, blackjack, I get that. Why is that the case in sports betting with sports books? Right. Well, you know, we we, we have something called the juice or the vig, um, which is a price they're paying on the bet. So basically, you know. Uh, let's take tonight's game, for instance, the Warriors in Cleveland. Um, the Warriors are minus four. That's the spread. So Cleveland is plus four. But the juice on that, then there's also juice on that, which is right now it's, it's shaded a little bit, minus 101 on the Warriors, where it's minus 119 on the Cavaliers. So if you're betting on the Warriors tonight, you know, you're, you're, you're risking $101 to win $100. Or if you're Betting the Cavaliers tonight, you're risking $119 to win $100. So either way, we're we're you know we're we're making that little extra money mathematically on something like that. Twenty cent juice, it comes out to like 4.53, I believe. The house hold on something like that. So over the long run, for every hundred dollars wagered um, on something that's minus 110 on both sides, twenty cent lines is going to be about. Four point five three percent. That's going to be our household. You know where uh, blackjack and roulette and all that stuff. They have their own households built into them, depending on what what the um, you know what the house rules are on blackjack or something. It can be a couple two three percent or whatever. Um, so that's how that works. Um, you know, it's basically the juice. They're paying a little extra tax on on top of their bet that the house you know guarantees again over the long haul. That guarantees pretty much a win for us. Um, you know, short term, we we can get killed if everybody's betting the favorites as usual, and and the favorites are covering left and right. Then yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna be uh, <laughs> hurting a little bit on any given day. We can get we can get beat up if all the favorites are covering, all the overs are covering, etc. But yeah, that's that's the basics. It's that juice that that we're holding a little bit extra on their on their bet. Okay, so in general, all right. So it's for, let, let's stick with. Um... Just minus 110, which is like the typical one, right? So let's just stick with that, and then we'll get to changing the VIG, changing the juice in a little bit. But okay, so you got 
Typically, most bets, it seems like, is it fair to say the standard bet or typical is minus 110? Yeah, that's where we start. I mean, I'm looking at the week one NFL odds right now that we've had up since the schedule came out. And, you know, it's looking like most games are probably about 75% of the games, 67% of the games, just at a quick glance, are minus 110 each side. But, you know, there will be games where it might go minus minus 115 on one side and minus 105 on one side, or even different, you know, minus 107 and minus 113. Those numbers will add up to 20 cents. Um, so we like, you know, you like to keep it minus 110 as much as possible, but it's either you move the spread um, or you move the juice or both. You know, you might not want to move up to minus six and a half on the Steelers. So you just might move, move the juice instead. Um, so, you know, it's back and forth, back and forth. It's either spread moves or sometimes the juice or sometimes both. So, okay, so um, this is all awesome stuff. All right, so um, – th- and that's basically why anytime you are betting with betonline.ag or a sports book or whatever – that's what's different between that and betting with your buddy who, you know, you're just making a bet with your buddy. There is no vig. There is no juice. You're like, all right, I'll take the Patriots. You're taking the Eagles, whatever. Right, exactly. You and I bet all 100 bucks offline. Winner gets 100, loser loses 100. So there, there's no vig. There's no juice it's unless your buddy's trying to take advantage of you. <laughs> right. Okay, so if it's – Minus 110, so like the Eagles and the Falcons week one Thursday night, it's minus 110 for both teams. The The Eagles are minus 4.5, the Falcons are plus 4.5. So if the Eagles win, all those people that bet $110, they get their $110 back and they get $100, Right. Exactly. They get their risk back and their profit. So, yeah, keeping it simple, the easiest example, of course, is a $100 better. So, yeah, they risked 110 to win 100 So they get their $110 risk back, and they also win their profit of 100 So their profit's 100 bucks. But the Falcons, the people that bet the Falcons minus $110, they are going to lose $110. So they could only win 100 but they lost 110 Exactly. So, you know, you take, let's say the action was even on both sides. Again, keeping the example extremely simple, um, the house right there profits 10 bucks. You know, we won $10 on the Falcons and we lost $100 on the Eagles. Uh, so, we, no, we lost 100 on the Eagles and we won 110 on the Falcons. So our pro- the house's profit is 10 bucks. Right, and that, but and obviously we're talking if like if the money had been split evenly. So yeah, exactly. That kind of gets me gets. to my next point, which is that, or my next question, which is that there's a very um, common belief that you guys always half the money and make sure you're it's even on both sides, and that the line just moves along with the money. So that you guys are always profiting the vig or the juice. And I, I see people tweet this. I see people that really act like they know what they're talking about that believe that that's the case, that you guys always make it so that the money's even on both sides. No, it's, it's impossible. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, that's, you know, I used to believe that everybody believes that, you know, I, I've seen it so many times on message boards and, and, and Twitter and everything. Everybody just thinks that, that the, the 
book is balanced and we're just scooping the juice and we're just our, our feet are up on the desk and our hands behind our head and we're just sitting there scooping the juice. No, that that's not it's it's so it's impossible to do for one. I mean, you know, again, trying to keep these examples simple, you know, if, if let's let's use a Falcons Eagles game again. Let's say the action's coming in and it's all even and you know, you got pretty much 50-50 on each side. However, the sharp betters love the Eagles at minus four and a half. And they come in the last day and they pound that four and a half. And now you have these guys that are betting four, five, even six figures a game on that one side because we were screwing around all week trying to keep the book balanced on the Falcons and the Eagles on all the you know $50, $100, $500 betters. Uh, more the recreational guys were screwing around all week trying to balance the book. Now these sharp guys are just licking their chops, and they pile in at the last minute, the last day, whatever, at this massive amount of money, and and now what? Now we're exposed on the wrong side. So no, it's impossible to keep a, a book fifty percent balance. You just you're just not going to do it. You, you you what what we do is we we you know take that sharp action. That's that's what the line space. We want the most accurate line up there as possible if the sharps are if no one's hitting either side okay great we might move it a little bit based on 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 um if no sharps are on either side we might we'll move the line a little bit based on the public action sure but once those sharps hit it it doesn't matter how much action is on the other side i mean we we move it based on that sharp side we're exposed big because all the public 98 percent of the betters are on one side and there's some sharps on the other side we'll take those chances we might lose big on that game but over the long haul we're going to win big so let's talk about that then, all right? So I, I guess the next question is, when you, so when you set the line initially, right, that is, that's not your department, you're, but there are people that pour over information and they're really trying to set the line as perfectly as possible based on what they think is going to happen in the game, not at all, initially at least, based on where the money is. Correct. No, you're absolutely correct. You want the most accurate line up there, and you you know you post you post the number, and and the limits are going to be a little lower when you when you post the numbers. We're not going to have the sky high limits like we do, you know, kick day kickoff or whatever right before the game, whatever. Um, so the early openers, the the line is definitely uh, the the eye or the limits are definitely lower. But we do take some um, informed action on those those um, openers, and and yeah, and you're going to move it if, if there's some accounts are, that you respect are hitting one side you're going to move it um and you're going to you know these guys the guys on the stage the guys that are moving the odds they have something called a ticker um that shows bets coming in and you know all the bets are coming in and they can set it you know different if it's just big bets over x amount of dollars whatever but they also have the sharp accounts they they have these sharp accounts listed that guys that are winning over the long haul they're always getting the best of the number so that these guys are coming in. These guys are betting. That comes up on the ticker, so we can move accordingly. We know when those sharps are betting it, um, so we can move accordingly. And, and, and again, it doesn't really matter if the public's on the other side. We're going to respect so, that sharp money so much more. So let's just say that it's 28 – let's say that the Eagles are favored by four and the final score is 28-24. So um, everybody, you know, it was – everybody um, – you know, brokey, it's a push, right? Right. right. So, um, what happens in that instance? 
Oh, you get your money back. You get risk back. If it's a push, you get your risk back. And, uh, you know, if we don't win anything, we don't lose anything. Um, you know, on straight wager, that is, you know, that there might be parlays or whatever tied into that and, and et cetera. Um, but on, the, but on just the game straight yeah, wager, just on a straight wager, everybody straight gets wager. their 110 back. Yeah, everybody gets their risk back, their, their whatever they posted. Because, you know, there are people, I think, Dave, out there, like that I've talked to, I think there are people that think that you guys keep the vig on both sides when that happens. Oh, God, no, no. Not at all. And that that's like, no. and that that's like ideal for you. No, actually, no, not at all. Actually, pushes are bad for the house. Um, pushes are really bad for the house, especially when it's like a, a NFL game and it land in the three. You know, there's so many spreads that are three, and it lands on a three. Why is that bad for the house? Because so many people buy on or off the three. They they'll buy, you know, if the, the team that's plus three, they'll buy to plus three and a half, and the team that's minus three, they'll buy down to minus two and a half. So we lose on both of those wagers. If you're buying, a, if both sides are buying a point, we're going to lose on both those wagers. Also, for for teasers, you know, if it, if it falls so close to the number, people that are teased on that one pick, you know, if they're keyed in on that one pick, that's one step closer for the players winning a teaser. Um, so yeah, pushes are uh, the contrary. Con- pushes are bad for the house, especially when it's that you know that minus plus three in NFL. That's that's just a bad, always a bad result for us. Okay, so then here's the here's the next question, which is how do you decide when to move the line a little bit based on money coming in or whatever versus moving the vig? Like tonight, I think you said what? Warriors are minus 101, Cavs are minus 119. The line was what? Like 4 you said or 4 and a half or something? Uh, how do you, it's current how- yeah, it's currently 4. Let's see now. You oh. just see that you just said that, and and now it's minus one eleven on the on the Warriors minus four, and, and minus one hundred nine on the Cavalier, Cavaliers plus four. So you know they, they, you know they base it based on action coming in. They'll, they'll be tweaking it a little bit on the public. If some form guys are coming in with this specific instance, I do not know what that move was. It, it, it does seem a little little weird, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, it just depends on, on, you know, what kind of action is coming in that, that they want to bring extra action in on one side that due to, uh, sharp action, but there's no sharp action on this game tonight yet. Um, or, or just the public action. They're, they're just tweaking it, trying to get a little bit of buyback on one side or the other. So basically that is how they try to manipulate the money a little bit if they can without changing the line. So in other words, is it fair to say, Dave, like if they're getting a lot more money on one side than the other, that that might be the first step that they take before deciding whether or not to actually, you know, make the line three and a half or four and a half or whatever. Right. Yeah. No, it's just an extra tool for them. Um, You know, I wouldn't say they do either first or second. Um, Let's, you know. Six of one, half dozen or other. I think um, it, you know it depends again a lot on what the if the sharps hitting it or the public. I think um, yeah. So you know they don't do one before the other necessarily. Maybe if they'll they'll move the juice a little bit. Like you know, like I said, this game tonight is minus eleven instead of minus ten. So you know, moving that extra point is worth a lot more juice, you know? So if they're going to move that half point, I mean, they would have to move that up to like minus. 125 or something you, you get me so it's like either move it if they don't want to give that minus four and a half yet 
um, the value on that, then they're going to move the juice up. They'll move it on up minus 111, minus 115, minus 20, 120, whatever. But once it gets to like minus 125-ish, then, then it's time just to move the spread. That was my question. I, I was curious as to how they yeah. they usually determine whether, okay, we're not going to just keep moving the VIG. We're going to move the line at this point. Right, yeah, and, and it's basically do they – is there enough value in going to that minus 4.5 yet or is it not ready for 4.5 yet? It might be ready for 4.5 right away, but but it might not. So in that case, just move the juice on up a little bit. So then another question I would have is like um, – how, how do they determine, like, wh- how come sometimes, like, for odds to win the Super Bowl or whatever, they'll say 8-1 to one or 12-1 to one, rather than saying, you know, that, that a bet is plus 800. You know what I mean? Like, let's say it's 8-1. to one. Rather than saying the bet's plus 800, they'll say it's 8-1. to one. What, what how, how do they decide how do they, um, whether it's like, how, how do they do the odds? Whether they just tell you what the plus number is or whether they do like eight to one, Fractional. four to one odds or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that, that's just, it's the same thing. Um, when you're looking at, if you, if you're looking at plus 800, that's what we, um, call American odds eight to one, eight dash one or eight slash one. That's called fractional odds. And then you also have decimal odds with the, which they use in Europe, which is eight to one would be like 9.0. Um, so the, even on the site, I mean, the, the player, our customers can can decide how they want the odds viewed. They can be American. Like I'm looking at the Super Bowl odds right now, and you know the Falcons are plus 2,200. You change to fractional, it's 22 to 1. And you change to decimal, and it's 23.0. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's just – Different people look at it differently. Um, you know, the fractional and American are, are pretty easy when you when you add in the decimal. It's a little bit more difficult, um, but once once you get used to it, it makes sense. It actually makes more sense than the way we do it in America. What? Um, why do you think that the smart money, those folks, other than you know maybe being ahead of things, but why do you think that they typically kind of get ahead of the number or are able to beat the numbers a lot? What? What's sort of the common denominator that you've seen of those folks just based on their betting patterns? Right. I mean, the public, I guess the public usually, Dave, is is more on the favorites, more on, you know, the public teams, if you over. will. And, and the and the smart money is not. Exactly. Um, you know, the, the public, the, like you said, the public money is often on the favorites and the over. And more often than not, not always, not even close to always, but more often than not, the sharp guys are on the the, the other sides, the under and the underdog. Um, a lot of that is because they know the books are going to need the under and are going to need the underdog most likely. Um, so there might be a little bit of extra value in there for them out there sitting sitting out there as we as we try to manage the public action as much as possible. I'm not, you know, earlier I said we, it's, we don't get 50-50, but that doesn't mean we don't try to manage it as much as possible. So there might be value out there of an, of an extra half point or you know, some extra, um, some, some less juice on the, uh, on the VIG. Um, so, so yeah, that, that's, you know, the, the, these guys get the math. They get the math behind it. They get the value behind the half point and the juice. And then, of course, they know the, the, the games. They can handicap the games inside now. But they, 
they're betting that number. You know what I mean? They'll bet either side. They're not betting a team. They're betting that number. Um, they'll, they'll bet either dang side. You know, they're not they're not just betting a team. They're betting the number that. Uh, Oh, they're always respecting that number. That's what they're looking at. That's what the value is. That's where the math is. Is there anything else, Dave, that you think is especially noteworthy? This this was perfect. This is kind of what I what I was looking for. Is just you know I'm gonna I'm gonna post it and say gambling 101. Good way to hopefully get some new listeners and just kind of it's always good even for the people that are that sure. that bet a lot and listen a lot to just kind of go back and really. Think about it from a basic level. I, I feel like there's never any negative of kind of going back to the basics. You know, the teams I was on, you know, even Belichick, you, you kind of start anew every year. It's like you, you start from scratch every year and, and you build it back up from there, basically assuming that, you know, everybody knows nothing. You know, it's like the right. first day, there, you know, Brady's there. I guess this year was not a good example because he didn't show up. But the, the first day, you know, Brady's usually there and they're going over cadence, they go over the huddle, they go over the the snap count, you know, all those things right. that, that Brady's done for 20 years. So that was kind of my idea. Um, sure. was just, you know, it, it's good. It's, it's good to do that every once in a while. Yeah, no, what, one, one other thing, you know, it, it, we kind of touched on it, but not, it didn't stress the importance, is the early odds. I mean, you know, we post some of the earliest odds in NFL, college football, MLB, the big four U.S. facing sports, you know, the, the football, basketball, baseball, hockey. We post the earliest openers 90 percent of the time in the industry, maybe over 90 percent. And it boggles my mind how people just do not pay attention to those early odds. I mean, you can get so much more value out of those early odds. You know, those are the ones we're throwing up there. And sure, the limits might, might not be 10000 15000 $25,000 yet. But you can still get down for five hundred bucks, a thousand bucks, whatever, and you can rebet it in the, after sixty-one seconds for another thousand dollars. So, I mean, those sharps are looking at those early odds. They're they're seeing even if they're not going to bet it yet because the limits aren't high enough. You know, they're still looking at it. They're still looking to see monitoring that market every day, especially in football where that those odds are up for seven days. You know, six days. They're getting those early odds. It's so important getting the extra value, at least monitoring it, which way it's going. I mean, you know, sometimes those, those odds, uh, those spreads are off a point, point and a half, sometimes more. And if you, you know, if, if, if you know what you're doing, you're pretty, pretty good handicapper and you're getting an extra half point, that, that's going to swing, that's going to swing the odds in your favor over the long haul. Um, so paying attention to those early odds is so important, but you know, still, you know, 90% of that action, not 90%, but probably like 80% of the action still comes in on game to game day, which just always boggles my mind. People might look at the spreads early on in the week, look at the paper, whatever. I used to do it all the time, circle those games I liked. And, but you know, you, I wasn't pulling the trigger until Sunday, but you know, you're miss, just missing out on so much value. If, if you, if you can bet earlier, um, and, and monitor, monitor that number all week. So I think that's something that is just as important as the juice um, is getting having access to those early odds. Um, I guess the last question is, and and now that I think of it, is isn't that part of the problem with in the states more and more states becoming um, you know becoming legal to bet? Like I know here in Pennsylvania, there's some like insane tax such that. Like the juice will have to be crazy for the books to actually make money here in this state, and maybe they're hoping that 
people that don't know what they're doing or novice bettors just place bets not considering the juice or the numbers, but that given the, the taxes that are involved, that they almost have to do that to make money. No, absolutely. And that's that's one of the things that's going to be interesting going forward. You know, all these states are going to have all these different taxes and all these different how they handle things. But, yeah, I saw that Pennsylvania where they went like 30 percent or something like that. That's just not sustainable. So that so that it's going to be if if that goes through, um, then, then the price is going to be uh, handed down to the player. So instead of minus 110 on each side. Uh, they're going to be maybe minus 115 each side. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But that's that's the, you know, that's that's what probably is going to happen. Someone has to uh, account for that extra tax that the books will have to pay the state of Pennsylvania uh, at the end of the week or whatever they're going to be paying it. So yeah, now instead of risking 110 to win 100, you're going to be risking minus 115 to win 100. Now, like you said, some of the novice guys might not care, uh, might not notice, and some people. Just might not care, but I mean, you know, people are so used to betting 110 to get 100 that if if they're if they're doing something like that, 115 to win 100 or even higher, uh, good luck, good luck, and a uh, good a good loyal um, semi-educated clientele betting into that. You 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 might get some small guys and and guys that bet you know every Sunday, you know, every few Sundays or whatever, but you're not going to get a good loyal following doing that. Dave, this was awesome, man. Thanks so much, as always. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, after you get done talking with Dave Mason from Bet Online, what do you need to talk about? BetOnline.ag, where you use the promo code EVENMONEY on your first deposit to earn a 50% welcome bonus. Up to $2,500 worth of sportsbook free plays. They've got almost two decades in servicing U.S. bettors. It's the ideal destination for all of your football action this season. BetOnline's football odds are released before every other sports book, giving the opportunity to get the best value. You guys know if you like to do uh, casino games, they've got Vegas-style casino, live casino. You can get a 100% poker and casino bonus there. And unlike some of these other places, your winnings will be delivered on time, every time, Payouts have never been faster. Don't miss on betting tonight's game risk-free. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code EVENMONEY to score your $2,500 bonus. Again, betonline.ag. I tell you about it every week for a reason. Promo code EVENMONEY. That'll do it for a little different even money this week. I enjoyed that tremendously. I hope you guys did as well. Steve will be back next week. And you can always ask him your higher level questions, if you will, or piggyback off of some of the questions that I asked Dave Mason. That would be good. That'd be really good. Take advantage of any of the sponsors like the BetQL app or betonline.ag. Forward them to me, Ross at RossTucker.com, or really any of the sponsors that we have for you over on the sponsors page at RossTucker.com. Or even check out, really, you should check out Warren Sharp today. The, the Vegas superstar, check him out on the Fantasy Feast today. He made some really awesome points there as well. Um, it's always a treat to get Warren on any 
of our shows. Other than that, I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.